0: Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast, presented by Fishhawk Electronics. If you're looking for news, tips, and stories about fishing the Great Lakes, you've come to the right place. And now, your host, Chris Larson.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast. Captain Richard Hajeki from Crazy Yankee Sport Fishing is today's guest. With Hajeki's close friend, Casey Prisco, co hosting, this is another off the rails podcast. This show has some insights about fishing, but it's a lot of stories about how the guys got started in chartering and just some fun anecdotes about tournaments they fished together. This show was originally recorded at the Niagara Fishing and Outdoor Expo back in February. Let's start off the interview with a discussion about Captain Bob Songin's shirts.
0: If you guys have not been at the show, you've missed a great wardrobe by Bob Songen. I, he, The shirts that he's been showing up with, it's Almost like he belongs in the GQ magazine. I'm
2: gonna tell you what, I don't know what his wife did for a living, but she had to be a dry cleaner because they are pressed nice, <laughs> steamed. Yeah, I mean, there's not a stitch out, and tomorrow he's got a yellow one. I Honestly, mean, he, he's,
0: he's 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 ending the show with a bang. He's gonna look like an offshore planer board. Yep,
2: I think he told us that he
1: was 67. Bob was, yeah, I think that's what he told us. He's 67. He has a wonderful head of hair. Oh, and and yeah, the wardrobe is on point. I mean, I hope. First of all, I hope I make it to 67. But if I do, I hope I can wear the same type of stuff he's wearing. What's your
2: hair looking like, Chris? It's gone, man. Right, then you don't have to worry about the hair. <laughs> yeah, the you know hair. what I mean? Like yeah, you got hair. half of it out of the way. Hair's gone. You just got to right. make it to 67. I just want the shirt.
0: And put some. Ca- oh, those shirts are those yeah. shirts are fly. Yeah. Yeah. They are. I might try to wear one. We should. We should next year. We should really up our game when it comes to dressing. I mean, hoodies and T-shirts. Yeah. Right. Who wants a fish hawk hoodie? I'm going to get a Bob Song and shirt. Real
2: excitement. <laughs> I'm going out there. I'm gonna get loud. I'm gonna yell, "Rigger, rigger, rigger!" Or "Bam!" Or "Stud fly on a spinna," and it's gonna be huge. Was it Stud fly on a spinna? Spina. Spina. Spinna. Spinna. S P I N N A. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a Jersey thing, isn't it? I don't know where Bobby's from. You guys from out east? He's from, he's from sure?
0: Oak He's I can tell you that. He's, yeah. he's from Rochester. North oh, or? No, no, he's from Western Buffalo. Is he out from out Remember? here? Remember, that's where his cousin. Well, you know his
2: cousin. Oh, I know his cousin. <laughs> Let me tell you about his cousin. I know him. Put him up. I used to
1: work for a lady that was from New Jersey. Her name was Linda. Linder?
2: Linda, but she
1: adds an R to anything that has an N, so it's Linder. Yeah. So that's so spinna, yeah, that's not a Jersey thing. It's Linder. I don't know
2: where you got it from, but he follows reports of spinners yeah. and, stud- and stud flies.
1: Yeah.
0: Bam. Bam. <laughs> That was a fun introduction. It was a fun. introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> so we've got I, some great characters on this lake. I know. You know, it's all yes. about having fun, and he's he's one of
2: my favorites. You know, yeah. we have a lot of fun with him. You know, he can be. Uh, I want to I, I caught myself. I made it forty minutes. He can be a real jerk at times, but he's definitely a good buddy of mine, and uh, I, I appreciate our friendship and uh, the laughs that we have.
1: Yeah. Well, I got to fish with both you guys in Wilson last year together. I fished with you the year before, too, separately, but last year together. And, I mean, we would spend some evenings in, in the you know the local establishment having some food and some drinks. And what you're seeing here is pretty much what you guys are when we sit down and have a lunch or have a dinner. It's pretty much the same thing. You guys kind of trading barbs, making fun of Pete, kind of the same thing. It's the same. I think,
0: characters. honestly, I think if Casey and I – had our own TV show. We'd be the next Jersey Shore. For sure. Yeah. I'm right. not fist pumping. Yeah. I mean, you got the hair. I'm just you saying, like, got, it was you got, that how, you you know how, how popular it was. Yeah. It, we'd have, we'd be good. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah.
1: You got, you, you've got this family, and you got, like, a wife. And then you got Casey. I had a dog, man. Jack yeah. and, and, He's and, a loose you know,
2: cannon. Yeah. I'm not, you know, Rick was on his way to be a loose cannon. Thank yeah. God for his beautiful wife, Alex. Right. She's really, you know, Rick was hard. I think right. he never find somebody that would marry him. So, God bless right. you, Alex. But I'm really it's, I, I don't even how to say it without uh, getting a little choked up. I, I'm happy. Oh, you father. want a hug? No, no. Because Chris will give you one. No, I'm not. He's got no hug. hair, man. I'm not into guys with no hair um, or guys at all. But it's cool It's <laughs> cool to see him raise his kid. You know, the time like his priorities have really changed to being a dad and it's really cool because I, I didn't see that in him as close to the friends we were. You know, he, he just never came across as the guy that would be a dad and he's
0: a hell of a dad. Man, it's, that it's, kid's got me wrapped around his finger, dude. Yeah. That will happen. Yeah. You know, Yep. Yep. So you started having more. No. Snip, snip. A couple one. weeks. Done. One? Yep. One's good. Wife's begging me, though. Yeah? Yeah.
1: For a kid or
2: for what? Both. <laughs> <laughs> He's lying. She's not begging him. I know his wife well. She's not begging him, but
0: you should have yeah, one we're, more. We're going to keep this G-rated. Right. You should have one more. No. Why? No. 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 That's a lot of work, man. I don't know yeah. how people do it with three, four kids. People are walking around with four kids like... I don't know how they do it. God bless them. Well, it was fun before it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. G-rated.
2: I, I kept it G-rated.
1: But well, we were planning on talking
2: transducers. Let's do it.
1: Casey said he had some other idea.
2: Let's talk about something different. You know, everyone's heard about transducers. Yeah. You know what I mean? What do you want to do? I'll talk about food in Buffalo. That'll be real quick because there is none. How about
0: tournaments? Can you talk about tournaments? Want to do that? Okay. Well, whatever you want to do.
1: It's up to you guys.
0: This is what we call great television. Well, <laughs> we got people on here that have questions? Yeah, let's just answer yeah, questions. What kind why of questions that? you – what do you guys want to hear about?
1: Let's do a Q&A for Rick and Casey. So if you guys have questions, you know, as long as they keep it at least PG-rated. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. So why don't you guys give us some questions. And we got one – we got two we got one audience member right here. Well, my hair you really got a does question for bad. these two guys? We're going to put them well, on the spot. We've got a lot of questions for those guys, but I don't think
2: we can through with it. Yeah. Oh, you can go ahead. We'll, we'll keep it PG for you. We can modify it for you. That's no problem. How about this? I, I know most of your story,
1: but let's just, we'll start with Rick. And how did you get into charter fishing?
0: I had been fishing this lake since I was probably five years old with my father. This lake, we're talking Lake Ontario. Lake Ontario, yes. Been fishing it for many years. Um, so, when we were younger, he would bring me my brother out there, and uh, we kind of got the we kind of got hooked on fishing. And it ended up I was my father's alarm clock on the weekends. Once I got into my teenage years, and we would just fish every weekend. He owned a uh, landscaping business and he worked at Kodak, so he worked. Long hour days and on the weekends we went fishing and that's just the way it was. We'd fish the, you know, every day of the fall derby. Um, so as I got older, he said, go get your license and let's start running charters. And that's what I did and got my license back in 20 or no, 2007. And just been running charters ever since. And I enjoy it. I enjoy meeting the people. I enjoy putting the smiles on people's faces. Um And I enjoy the competition out there, even though we're not in a tournament we're talking to our buddies out there every day. And it's just, to me, I put that little competition, um, factor into it and yeah, 100%. It, it, it helps you produce when you have to.
1: And it's still kind of a family thing. You and your brother Craig now work the boat, uh, not necessarily together, but you guys are both captains and you mm-hmm. both run charters off the boat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I run the boat with my brother most of the time. Um, There was a point where I started running charters on my smaller boat in the spring without my brother and let him run the bigger boat. And to be honest with you, I I didn't like it. I enjoy fishing with my brother. We have a really good chemistry on the boat. Um, We rarely get into arguments, but when we do, they're really good. So that's that's entertainment. They're
2: really good. I've seen a few of them. Craig likes to buy a lot of tackle. Rick's got enough tackle already, so when Craig shows up with a bag, yeah, Rick's already heated, and then he starts putting stuff in the water when Greg's, Rick's not looking. It's fun at the dock. It's it's really good. Yeah, my you know? brother puts some mellow. interesting stuff. Craig's in the water. more mellow than, than Rick, and uh, it makes for some really good popcorn.
0: Watch it happen because it's yeah. great. Yeah, people would. I, I don't think people would uh, would believe that we have two different sides of the boat. When we grew up, I was always rigging. The uh, the port side, of my brother rigged the starboard side, and it's like two programs down there. It really is. So, and it's um, still
1: like on your boat
0: your brother's yeah. name's on one side
1: and your name's on the other yeah, side.
0: That's why it's there. Yeah, that's exactly. Cool. I, that's,
1: yeah. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, all right, Casey, get a little bit closer to that mic and tell, tell us how you got started trying to fish. we got some questions loading up. Keep putting them in there. We'll get the same to thing.
2: Um, my dad used to bring me up when I was four, it was my dad, my grandfather. It'd be a three generations trip, we'd come up and uh, my dad worked with a gentleman that had a charter service and he'd take some time off in the summer and mate for him. Um, and then two or three times a year, it'd be a guy's weekend away and we'd come up and fish. And we did that since I was five and I probably stopped when I was 18 or 19. Um, the gentleman sold a boat and started saltwater fishing and I went to fish in the river a little bit and I missed fishing the lake so I bought a boat and started fishing in the lake with my own boat. And I met a few people up here, Dave Filato, and then the owner of Fat Nancy's, Rob Ripka, and Tom Burke, Cove Steele, and Andy Chase Chasing Tail. And this guy right here. Actually, I can tell you Where did you we, we meet? Out. We met in the cold steel. You put me in a headlock. Well, the first time you looked at me, yep. he wouldn't even acknowledge me. You know, he's just like a stuck-up snob. You know, right. like one of those girls that are, you know, too good for you. That was him. He well, well, I found because out you're from really,
0: Pennsylvania. Well, it I it didn't It had nothing care. to
2: do with Pennsylvania. What it had to do is, is you just socially awkward. You didn't want to make friends because you just you thought you had enough because you're from Rochester. You know, one of those Rochester guys. <laughs> so that's fine. So I'm just like, you know, whatever. I don't really need to be his friend. I don't even like him. So little by little, he warmed up to me. I had some food, and he likes food. So I gave him some food. We talked. He got mad at me one day, saying, "You know, pushing up on me. He pinned me in a quarter, put me in a headlock, and took pictures. And His now face he's, was now, like red well, as yeah, a tomato. Yeah. Back in the day, Rick's lost a lot of weight. Parenting has done him good. He's lost some weight. <laughs> but back in the day, he was probably pushing 400. And it was like a sumo wrestler. I was never close to 400. I was like 195. So I shouldn't have even been in the ring with him. And he jits on top of me. My face would have turned red before he was choking me. And I didn't see it coming. It's very simple. What do you attack. What do you Sneak do? Attacks me, puts me in a headlock. Take some pictures, Craig. Hurry up. Take some pictures. And this is before social media was even big. Right. So, I'm choked out. You know, I didn't tap. I wouldn't tap. <laughs> I, I, you don't ever tap. Not in front of your homies. You, you pass out. Go to sleep. You don't tap. You know. And I didn't do that. And I got some respect. And now we're friends.
0: What do you do when you get a new guy at work? He's, him he's him out, the new guy. Clearly, right? You don't don't pay attention to him. You don't if you're me- watching
2: this, choke you don't your treat him good. guys out at work.
0: He's got to earn his stripes. That's what Casey did. did. He earned so, his stripes. I you, you go to sleep before you tap out. Don't punk out. So this one morning, we're sleeping at Rob Ripka's house. We're about to go fishing. This kid's not waking up. I'm wide awake. I grab my pillow. I bust into his room, and I start smacking him over oh. the head with it. He's like, what is, what's going on? What's the matter? Oh, yeah, it was funny. Uh, he's lucky. He's
2: lucky. You know, I wake we- up. We screw with each other all the time. It's a blast. I, uh, we have a great time. It's a great friendship. We don't get the to fish together as much as we used to. We used to definitely spend a lot of time fishing on the lake. A uh, few tournaments together. Once he got all my secrets, he didn't need me anymore. You know, it's, it, he's a user. This type of guy he is. But it's it's cool. Uh, you know, if you know what you're dealing with going
0: into it, Chris. Yeah. You know, a
2: quarter's worth a quarter. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: From from the time he put you in the headlock, you know, I, that's I, I'm gonna work, I'm, right? I'm done listening to this BS. Can we answer some questions? Yeah, we never
1: actually really got to how he cherry fish. We got oh, to the point so where as many I got it. into it. No, like, he,
0: he saw the limelight and saw guys like me, and you know how cool we looked, and he wanted to be part of the game. Yep. So what's the next question? <laughs> 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 I ended up fishing so much
2: that I wanted to to go to the next level and. Allow people to be on the boat and watch them catch fish because I love seeing that. So I ended up 2014 got my captain's license and been doing it ever since. um
0: No, he's the biggest guy in Lake Ontario. No, I'm I'm busy. Mr. Big. Yep.
2: I'm just a guy What's like Superman? Superman. I'm just Superman. a guy like Fish. That's all. <laughs> Superman, Captain America, and Wilson, this, this prick. Russell, the love muscle. Is Russell, love muscle. Yeah. All
1: right, let's get to a few questions here. We got uh Philip here from facebook he wants to on. i think this would be good for both you guys uh give me your nine rod spread in june what's that look like
0: nine i don't put a I don't put a limit on the amount of rods no in june and i'll tell you why june especially where i fish i don't know about down in your end of the lake but in june there really is not a huge thermocline set up yet so you've got fish that are in all parts of the water column the more rods you can get in the water in June the better off you're going to be. June is not a month to be lazy as far as I'm concerned. You want to cover the surface down to 150, 200 feet the best you can with, uh, with the amount of rods that
2: you have. He's, you're fishing salmon. On our end, we're going to be probably fishing brown trout. But same thing, I'm going to have 14 to 16 rods in the water. You know, a bunch of lead cores, uh, some divers, riggers, you know, maybe some short coppers, but I'm depending on what I'm seeing.
0: But I'm definitely going to have more than nine rods in the water. Yeah, I'll have a side of lead cores from one or two colors down to 10 colors, a side of uh, coppers, the 100s, 150s down to three, 400s, and then your typical rigger spread and diver spread. But the more rods you can get in the water in June when that thermocline is starting to set up, the more success you're gonna have. Sure. And we're fishing salmon and trout, so salmon, steelhead, we've got we've got a mix. We don't know what we're gonna catch. We can catch cohos, uh, whatever's around, but just covering that water column on the western end of Lake Ontario is uh, is key.
1: All right, here's one from Thomas Raleigh. I like this one. He says, uh, is North Shore Funny Money Land open for tourneys this year?
0: I believe it is. It's open. I crossed the border and went snowmobiling in Quebec a few weeks ago. It felt great to go across that border, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to fishing some of those tournaments in Canada. We're uh, going to start it off the end of April over in St. Catharines, and then we've got a few up in Toronto. So looking forward to seeing my North Shore friends competing against them. They're really not
2: his friends. They don't
0: like him. They just act like they like him. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. What are you doing up in Apple, Quebec? Snowmobiling.
1: Snowmobiling.
0: Might be going again. Yeah. A few weeks. Yeah. It's like the snowmobile capital of the world. Do you like, like Drought wife, He's not gone. She said no. She doesn't make the decision. She does. No, she oh, doesn't. She does. No, no. His no. wife's a black belt. She'll kick his ass. Yeah. She, she will whoop me. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, yeah. but still don't listen.
1: So. If she can whip you and you can whip him well, she
2: that was, can whip him too no no I put some weight on great point right I put some weight on my she could definitely kick my ass but I think me and him I, I mean if we can get donations together I'm in you want another match I do you want another shot of the title I, I don't know there's no title I'm taking it yeah I'm in <laughs> maybe Wilson in the parking lot
1: he yeah. already said he won't tap out so that's what I worry about
2: you so got go to
0: go to sleep
1: somebody who won't quit.
0: That's, that can be dangerous. Yeah. And I don't want to I don't want to be responsible for how many of you have to do? 14 boats now? Four. Oh, I don't want to be responsible for all those boats. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, I don't want to be responsible for having to raise your kid because you're not around. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I won't, I'll take it easy on you. You know, but I I clearly kick it. I I'd take them now.
1: That's a good question. And I think Rick might be the best person to answer this, but what do you think would be harder to take care of? One child or four boats?
0: This is easy. This is easy. Because with my wife, it's one child.
1: Yeah, that's easier.
0: There I don't I don't think I've ever changed a diaper. I couldn't change a diaper.
2: So it's definitely I have four, a hard four time. boats for four kids. boats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have a hard time cleaning up Cooper's <laughs> poop or puke. If he pukes <laughs> in the house by accident, he hates something bad. Oh man, it's bad. <laughs> so there's there's many answers to what we're saying.
1: For Rick. One child for Casey, four boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good thing if that's how you guys divide it and conquer. It. Yeah, Casey with the four boats, you get the one kid. Everybody's happy.
2: hundred yeah. percent.
1: All right, we got one Tommy says, "Crazy Yankee charters
0: rule." Tommy catches one thirty-four pounder, and I'm I'm God. You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all it takes. <laughs> no, he's a good dude.
1: And, and that's the thing, you know. My dad, has fish with both you guys and. That's it's just you guys both have charmed him so much. You call him Big Fish Dan, so you just, he
2: just thinks you're both
1: rock stars. Yeah, so he's yeah.
2: got a big fish in me 17 pound brown. Yeah, well, we, we
0: don't chase those trout, we go after salmon. It's okay. I going to tell you, you can chase those ugly salmon. <laughs> There's nothing prettier in a brown trout in Lake hey, Ontario. They're only ugly when they get to the your end of the lake. The salmon? Yeah, they're dark
2: and sometimes. What's wrong with dark fish? Next question. <laughs> Next question.
1: All right, Dean Kruger says, Do you guys always troll to optimize the fish shock speed? Or a mix of surface.
0: I'm always gonna use my fish hawk for speed. I don't run my fish hawk when I'm brown trout fishing in skinny water because my brother never tells me when it gets shallow. And I don't wanna lose it. So um it doesn't go in the water, but always um always go into the speed of the fish hawk. Surface, my my GPS surface speed is means nothing to me. No, just just shallow. 25 feet and deeper. I want to know what's going on where my lures are, and that. And I think the only people who care about surface speed are the guys that don't have a fish hawk, and they're like, "Well, what's your what's your surface speed going east?" Right. Yeah. Right. Because they want they're they're to. <laughs> to yeah. <take> <laughs> they're trying to
2: figure out how they can match so, your
0: speed, hundred percent. That's the only time surface speed matters. Yeah. When you don't have a fish hawk.
1: All right. So we talk about this all the time, and now. let's just replicate the number that catches fish, but. What's your lucky number? Tell
2: me what you guys like to run. on the road? Yeah. 2-1 to 2-3 for meat for me. Um, Later in the season when I'm fishing the staging dark salmon that Rick don't like to catch, 2-7 to 2-9, short leads, um, sometimes three feet off the ball with an 11-inch attractor and atomic fly does the trick. Um, But most of the time I'm slower.
0: I like to fish meat. I fish a little slower than most. It's you do so like him saying he's doing two one on the fish hawk to me like I don't think I've ever ran my fish hawk that slow, regardless of what I'm pulling. But so for me like as long as it's in between two five two seven in that area, that's that's kind of where I feel like I'm. My rods are moving. So you did run a two o one time? No,
2: it was three o. We were over in Canada one time and Rick had food and we had uh, bought together. So we wrapped our boats time. together. He had. Back then, I don't know if you had fish hawks back then. I think you're still running the moors. He had his moors down, and I had my fish hawk down, and I let his Trojan tow me around. Really good for gas. Because yeah. in Canada, it's like $9 a gallon or four liters, whatever they have
0: over there. Might as well look, Jackie. We, we had the boy. widest boat in the lake. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We had a 26 foot beam. <laughs> we ran uh, six riggers, four divers, some boards on both sides. We actually hooked up and landed one. Actually, he did on his boat. We were more about eating food, but um, it was 2 0 on his moor. And 3-0 on the fish hawk, and that was at the same depth.
0: We made sure we did that just to see. So it was pretty neat. That was that was probably one of the more fun times. He's yeah, literally tied up and just kept trolling. Yeah, it was good. And eating food. I got to see
2: his whole program. You know, yeah, it was yeah. perfect. I knew what he was running. Yeah. Well, that
1: was actually what I wanted to ask you next. <clears throat> is you guys, you know you're good friends fish around each other a lot especially in spring and Wilson and um, you know obviously you communicate with each other quite a bit what do you think the the biggest similarities are to how you guys fish and the biggest difference we're gonna do this like a newlywed game so let's have you do first the biggest differences and then I'm going to have him tell me what he thinks the biggest differences are. And we're going to do strengths the other way around. So tell me what you think the biggest differences are, Keith.
2: I run a lot more meat than he's <laughs> running in the springtime. He runs a lot more spoons than me. Um, yeah.
0: That's probably the biggest
2: difference if I had to say anything.
0: Okay. We were talking about this the other day. Like, okay, so if you, you got spoon fishermen, flesh or fly fishermen, meat fishermen. Like, rank those one to three from strongest to weakest in your... You know, for for your personal, you know, what, what, yep. however you fish, and Fair. I was like spoons, meat, flasher flies, meat, flash meat. or
2: flies, spoons. Yeah, yeah. You know, and not that I can't <clears throat> fish spoons. I just prefer to catch them on meat. I don't know. It's a confidence thing. It's what, it's what you have confidence in. Can I catch them on spoons? Do I catch them on spoons? Yes. Last year, two or three of the uh, salmon slam fish that were twenty pounds for the win on that came on spoons. The rest came on meat, um, but. That would that'd be what I'd say is the difference between me and him. I, we fish probably the same spreads. I mean, pretty much. Oh, no, don't
1: get into don't oh, get into similarities.
0: Sorry, no, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no. I, I
1: think it's Casey always tells me you don't like that meat getting your boat
0: No, I don't like touching it. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> smell it on my hands because I like to eat. And right. if I got if I go to eat a sandwich and I smell yeah. a herring. That's another thing that most people don't know about I me. Mean, this is the oh, I know about him. He, he knows. He eats four things. And we're gonna keep this G rated. Yeah. One
1: of, of those pizza. <laughs> I
0: know that. <laughs> but I have never put anything in my mouth that came out of water. No lo- no lobster, shrimp, salmon, trout, no matter he what it is. Eat any never eat it. So and it's horrible to go to the US with them. Land animals only. <laughs> All right? Brutal. So no, but I don't I just don't want to smell that on my hands, to be honest with you. But I use plenty of it. It works great. There mm-hmm. were more fishing tournaments. Hundred percent have meat in the water, but if if I can get away with just putting spoons down, I'm gonna put spoons down all day long. Kind of lazy of them, but yeah. Mm-mm.
1: All right, now he tell has. Me, tell me with what it. you see is similarities in how you guys fish. Together.
0: I'd say the way we have our boat set up, I think our boats are set up probably very similar, probably different than most people. I think we both run our diver rods behind our downriggers, which you don't see anywhere else on the Great Lakes. I don't think. No, most people look. Their divers are
2: behind, closer to the, the, the helm. Ours are in the back corners. Um, I've set it up like that on all my boats. He set it up. A couple of their boats. Cold Steel has it like that. There's
0: a that. few boats that do it. And, yeah. and, so what would you say the pros? And so people always ask me, like, why is your diver in the back corner of your boat and your riggers in front of it? I always tell them the biggest reason is I can make turns and not have to worry about that diver wire rubbing on my downrigger. But the best thing is when you do get a fish on that diver rod, you don't have to get it up and over that downrigger. That's sure. the biggest thing for customers it's not, and for it's not wrapping around it. Yeah. It's not hitting mm-hmm. on it. You're, you pick it out and it's right there. The only bad thing I see with it though is when you are netting fish in the corners, that rod needs to get moved more times than it
2: Yeah, I mean if you have the right crew with you, or even an old mate, you can hand it to them and yeah. it's out of the way. But I, I definitely like the way our boats are set up. Yeah,
1: you guys both have pretty wide beam boats. That, that's going to help too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You just got more room to do that. Yep. Yeah. All right, we got a couple of mes- couple of questions coming in here. This to from Dean Kruger. Uh, what's your typical length of line behind the downrigger ball?
0: Typical for me would be probably twenty foot. Yeah,
2: 15, 20 foot. I think that's fair. All right, all depends on the situation, but I think that's an average right there. Yeah, okay.
1: Jim. Uh, he wants to talk about uh, eating fish from Lake Ontario. A lot of people keeping the salmon from Lake Ontario to eat. How are they for con- contamination? Are they getting cleaner
0: these days, he says? 100% Lake Ontario is getting cleaner than it ever has been, right? 100%. Um, the DEC puts these fish... So The way I explain it to my customers, the DEC stocks these fish. They have to put some sort of warding out there to cover their butts, right? Most people in the states are taking a fillet off the side of that fish and eating it but we have cultures in this world that don't waste anything us americans we waste a lot of stuff let's be honest we're very wasteful people most there's other cultures in this world that don't waste a bit of that fish so there is mercury in these salmon from my understanding is it's in the stomach lining yes so if you're going to grind a fish up and say yes there is a mercury level in this fish fine but nobody's eating stomach lining or any part of the fish that has contaminants in them so I don't know. I, have you ever heard of somebody dying from eating a fish at of Lake Ontario? No. no, I honestly haven't.
2: And I can tell you the water is getting clearer and clearer every year. And I think, you know, the, the, you would see it. You would hear about it. The meat looks good. It's, it's a healthy fish. The fish aren't. I don't think the salmon spends much time. Like you said, it's all filet. It's not in the belly. I, I think you're right. I mean, I'll agree with you on that. No, I, I think they're healthy. Eat them. Especially cohos, Delicious. You wouldn't know about that. You're yeah. missing out. Yeah.
0: Dude, Dude, what, do you, what do you think about Pete Alex with a backwards
2: hat? You know, he's trying to look young. I told you he's old. The guy's trying to look long. Hey, guess what? What? While you're here. Yesterday, I was out here, and I saw Stealth Corps from Fish USA. It has Pete Alex on it. Mm-hmm. He signed an autograph on it. I leave here. I'm walking by. Dude gives me 200 for it. Guess what I got today? I'm going to get at least a buck fifty for that. I mean, I don't know if you can see that, guys. Look how young he looks there. When he gets on this in the next couple of minutes, you're gonna see he's weathering. And oh, man, got my Fish USA hoodie so I can look just like my my boy Pete when he gets on the show. Make sure you put the hood up. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. He's gonna wear his hood backwards. I don't know. We're just like this. Mama's gonna knock you
0: out, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You guys have fun. With All that. right. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks, thanks, Rick.
1: It's always fun. Yeah.
0: Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.